Welcome to Here Come the Sequels. Each week we take a look at a different installment in the popular film series to get a clear idea of how the series has evolved over time. I'm Tyler. And I'm sorry for everything that I've done, but when I call, you never seem to be home. Hello from- I'm Alex! <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about Spider-Man 3. That might be my best opening ever. <laughs> oh lord. Five episodes in and we've hit our peak. Oh no! Actually it's more than five. Six episodes! We made it farther than I thought! Anyway. Oh, yeah. So we're doing Spider-Man 3. Yes. From 2007. Once again, directed by Sam Raimi. Oh, God. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> so Rotten Tomatoes scores... Sony. Sony happened. Yeah. Uh, this has a positive rating from the critics. I'm, I'm so sorry, Tyler. It has a 63%. <laughs> and then audience scores of 51%. Can I just go ahead and say, I hate this movie. Yeah. It sucks. Correct. However, I'm going to give my opinion here. I know you don't agree with this. We talked about this before. I don't... I'm thinking about, like, the worst superhero movies ever made. I don't think this quite falls into, like, the top ten. It's bad. Or bottom ten. Or bottom... Yeah. Well, if it's top ten worst, you know. But bottom ten superhero movies. It's better... better I think it would be in, like, the top... Or the fifth... Top... Bottom 15, 20... You're screwing me up here. My point is, I don't think it's quite in the top ten, but it's close. It's pretty bad. Um, it is pretty bad. I mean, the the only reason... I I, I haven't seen, like, a lot of the, the really crappy movies that I nobody have. ever talks about. You haven't seen the entire bottom ten, though. Could you I saw, come up with a bottom ten? I saw 10? Superman 3 and 4. That's that's bad enough for, <laughs> that's, like... That's half the bottom ten, right? That, <laughs> but, yeah. That's bad I, enough I have, for, I, I haven't seen... That's bad enough for, like, ten lifetimes. Yeah. I haven't seen a whole lot of the, the, the really bad stuff when it comes to superhero movies, but this is not good. I'm, I, I won't necessarily disagree because I can't prove you wrong, but I don't think you can prove yourself right either because it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. So, Tyler, given all that, what was your favorite uh, thing and your least favorite thing about Spider-Man 3? <laughs> can my favorite thing be the only scene I like, the Sandman scene? It's not the only scene I like, probably, but this the Sandman scene where where he's reforming a Sandman because that's the only that's the only CGI that looks passable in this movie. Well, I would say it's the only one that looks great. Yes, it does some look of it's good. passable, and then the rest it is really does feel like they spent all of their money on that for like a test thing to yeah. show like the producers are like, oh, this is what we got so far. And they're like, oh, that looks amazing, and then they were like, crap, we have no budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what it comes off as. So, so you're. Uh... Least favorite uh, everything else. My, my least favorite thing is definitely Venom. Um, I really like Venom as a character. He he might be one of my favorite, if not my favorite, um, superhero comic book characters. Yeah. And yeah, it it bothers me greatly what they do to him in this movie. Yeah, but we'll we'll get to that. Uh, my favorite thing is probably the J.K. Simmons once again steals the show. Yeah. The best scene in the movie is when um. Uh, Betty Brant, she's got the, the vibration thing. She presses the button and it vibrates the whole desk. And she's, he's trying to grab the correct pills and she keeps messing with mm -hmm. them. That's, that's still wonderful. Yeah. Still wonderfully over the top, but hey, it's, it works because J.K. Simmons is amazing. Yeah. Um, worst thing, probably that they take the character of Peter Parker, which, I mean, you and I have been kind of lukewarm about Tobey Maguire, yeah. but he has been a likable protagonist. Yeah. Likable enough yeah. in the, the first two movies. Um, they turn him into an irredeemable prick. This and probably, I hate it. That's probably a good jumping off point for our discussion, because in my notes for this movie, I have... Peter is an unlikable prick. Mary Jane is an unlikable prick. Harry is an unlikable prick. Venom is an unlikable prick, and Sandman is Gwen is actually fine, but... <laughs> Gwen's a waste of space. Yes, but... Yeah. It's... it's Yeah. That's ah, Everyone is awful in this movie. Yeah. Um, start with Peter. That's that's wait, that's wait that's a good place to start. Let's, let's just go through each of these characters and why they suck in this movie. I hate him. I hate this guy. Because it starts off... Um, the city he's, loves him. The city loves him, and he's like, oh, they really love me, it's great. And he's he's completely, I mean, he's trying to kind of talk to Mary Jane about her problems, but he's also kind of ignoring them at the same time. And uh, so he doesn't really communicate with her at all, and then he goes and he kisses... Uh, he does the upside-down kiss He does the, uh, the upside-down kiss uh, When Spider-Man accepts the key yes. to the city. 
and right in front of Mary Jane when he knows he's knows she's there and all that and like he he's and then, at one point he's talking to Mary Jane and he's taking pictures as Peter Parker and he takes a picture after, or he looks at a guy is there's a guy in the background with like a ghost spidey sign or something like that yeah it, it it's right before the kiss scene yeah they're they're just compounding it yeah and so it's like okay so he's his everything the, his ego's gone to his head he doesn't pay attention enough to Mary Jane he she's generally me and then he goes and he finds out that Sam, this is I'm jumping around here but I'm just picking out stuff that makes him a bad character in this movie uh, he he finds out that that Sandman apparently was actually responsible for his uncle's death yeah and they don't really explain how they found this out no, no, they, uh, they, they do. He he confessed to a son. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And they said they had a couple of witnesses that could corroborate the story. Even though they never followed this up the first time, and they just now told them no, about it because the he best just part escaped. Is the, is the scene where Gwen's dad, conveniently, chief police. Yeah, she, 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 uh, convenience. That's a fun word. We'll talk about that a lot this this podcast. God, I hate this movie. He's talking to Peter and uh, Aunt May, and he's like, "Hey, here's your husband's actual killer." And Peter just stands up. And he's like, "Why were we never told about this?" And I'm just going, "Hey." That's a good question. <laughs> Peter's getting angry, and then I get angry. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like okay, and then and he then, just goes hunting down Sandman, and it, apparently kills him. Yes, he 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 opens a water main on Sandman, and he turns into mud and and goes drowns into the sewers. And Peter <laughs> Peter ends the scene with the line, "Good riddance." Yes. So he just tries to murder this dude. No, 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 no holds barred. He's just like, I, I assume I murdered this guy, and it's great. I'm totally happy with my decision. The only reason Sam has survived is because of his superpowers. Yes. And Spider-Man isn't even aware of how far those, yeah. or what the limits of those yeah. powers are. Yeah. So He obviously thinks he's killed him. Yes. Then, uh, the same thing happens with Harry. He throws a <laughs> grenade. So so Harry throws a grenade at him, which is, you know, it's, it's fair that he, that he, you know, retaliates this. But he, he grabs it with a web, he swings it around, and he throws it right back at Harry's face. This is the same type of grenade that disintegrated people in the first movie. to their skeleton before collapsing into dust in the first movie. Yeah. And he throws it right back at his face. He survives, we don't really know why, but he does to, survive. To be fair, even in the first movie, there's sort of varying degrees of yeah. how explosive but, but still. Because Green Goblin, when he throws Spider-Man into the abandoned building at the yeah. end of the first one, it, he throws it like right in front of his face. Yeah. Although, even then, there's more damage on like Peter's face. Like, there's blood. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, he doesn't really have any long-term scars like Harry yeah, does. Yeah. Whatever. He the throws is... He throws a grenade at Harry's face. It explodes. <laughs> he survives for some reason, but, but Peter had no way of knowing that he would survive. And Harry turns into Two-Face. Yes, and Harry turns into Two-Face. And so I was like... Okay, he's tried to kill two people. Yeah. Um, there's all the stuff with the dancing and the, the suit making him emo, and everyone has yeah. ripped all that to shreds. We we know that everyone knows that it's no, but that's awful. just like the icing on the cake of bad. Yeah. I, he he murdered two people. You know, from his perspective, he murdered yes. two people. I mean, it ends up being oh, it's just attempted murder, yeah. but that doesn't make it any better. Yeah. And I mean, I've heard people. I've heard people talk about where they're like, "Oh, you know, the dancing stuff. It's it's just goofy. It's just part of the tone of the movie. Or it's it's not that bad." But I'm like, okay, if we just completely throw that out, that doesn't change the fact that they fundamentally made his character an attempted murderer in this movie. Yeah, it's like, okay, and I mean, th this kind of goes into the into the first movie too, where the. The robber falls out the window. He doesn't do anything to the robber. To me. The robber just backs up out but of a Peter window. But Peter didn't do anything that he didn't yeah, try to save him. Yeah, he also didn't him. try and save him. And he falls de falls to his death. And then Peter just kind of stands over him looking angry. Like, he doesn't look like he's upset. Or he looks like, yes, good, good. Good riddance. Yes, pretty much. But he doesn't say So at least it's like, okay, well, we don't... Maybe he's just No, Mary Jane upset. even asks him about it. She's mm -hmm. like, I remember how you were about that guy. And Peter gets, like, uber defensive about it. So it's... But at least we don't, like, directly get, okay, he killed this dude and he's happy about it. Like in these two. But, or in this one, sorry. But, but, but they hint that Peter has some semi-homicidal yeah. tendencies. But again, that's what I'm saying, is we don't see... We, that at least does not come to the forefront until this movie, at which point we're like, oh, he really has some problems and he's not a good hero. 
He's a terrible hero, actually. Like, I'm just thinking five, All he ever does is save Mary Jane. Like, like if, if the meaning at the end is sort of supposed to be like Mary Jane and him get back together at the end, I'm waiting five years until he puts a bullet in her head. <laughs> I mean, don't, symbiote or not, I could see that happening yeah. because he's a crazy person. Yeah, I mean, movie. I get it's supposed to be, oh, he's under the influence of the symbiote, but, like, still. No, that, the, the point is... Even with that, like, the, he comes to the moment where maybe he's going to kill someone, and he realizes, oh, I've come this far, what's wrong with me? And then he chooses not to, and he gets rid of the symbiote. Yeah. That's how you write that kind of conflict. You don't actually have him attempt to murder these people, yeah. and then apparently succeed for most of the and movie. And also not regret it at all once yeah. he uh, takes it off. He's just like, oh, that was bad, I'm going to take it off. And the best me. part is his monologue at the end where he's like, Harry chose to make the right decision, and we can all choose to make the, the right <laughs> choice. I'm like, you didn't. You got a pass twice because the script says you're lucky. Correct. His name's in the title, so he's the good guy. Can we, can we move on? I, I hate Peter in this movie, and I hate him. Yeah, so uh, Mary Jane. I hate her, too. Uh, she, she shows up, and she's uh, singing... At a play thing on some stairs, we don't really know what her what this is, but it's, it's a Broadway play. Yeah, some sort of. But I mean, uh, yeah, the, basically yes. And uh, she's singing, and she sounds amazing. And Peter's in the front and row. Just, just fun fact: it's actually Kirsten Dunst singing. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like somebody ADRing over her. She, that's actually yeah, she sounds, she sounds and she great. sounds awesome. They show and and so so what what happens is she she does that she sings and then the first reviews are like, oh, I couldn't hear. It. But the, for one, microphones. Two. Do they not do that on Broadway? I guess. I have no I idea. I don't know. But uh, whatever. You, you'd think they could handle that if they have such a good singer. Yeah. Secondly, they show they show Harry, and there's a scene where they're showing Harry sitting in the back row, like in the back, like balcony. I don't think it's the back balcony. I think it's, it's, it's more up. to the side. It's, yeah. it's up and back. Yeah. And because uh, the, the review is. She, it didn't carry past the first row. Her voice didn't. Yeah. And he's sitting up in the back balcony-ish, somewhere in the back. And there are people around him looking happy and enjoying it. And they're like, yeah, this is nice. I mean, nice. she gets applause at the end. I, that yeah. could just be like, oh. I mean, I guess. But, like, some people walk out, or two girls walk out. And they're like, yeah, I thought she was good. Yeah. And it's like, what? And then the, she so she gets terrible reviews and she gets kicked off the production. They don't even like talk to her. They don't they don't like try and work on her oh, projection. We'll, we'll, we'll just move your understudy up so she can sing, and then you'll just be the understudy. No, nope, she's fired. No, she's just straight she's up gone. Gone. They, yeah. And of course, she doesn't tell Peter because these. And she doesn't tell Peter because they're yeah they're in a relationship. Let's not just you know and then, tell each other and, the important and, things yeah, going yeah. on in our but lives. But she does tell Harry. Tell Harry. Because he's hit amnesia plot device. Yes, we'll talk about him in a second. But she does tell Harry, and it's like, oh, okay. And then, um, yeah, it, it, basically Peter just keeps ignoring her feelings, and she keeps not telling him her feelings. Uh, yeah. And and then there's the scene with the the uh, where he tries to propose to her, and she she <laughs> he because he, he thinks that they're still fine, and she like immediately says, "Screw you." And well, I mean, they never get to the. She's proposal. being blackmailed by Harry, but even the, this also goes to the lack of communication because Peter hasn't told her that Harry hates him, and then yes. the whole Green Goblin connect. Why would you not tell her that? That seems like something very, very important, yep. especially because he knows you're Spider-Man. Yeah. And then even then, when Mary Jane's like telling him, "You know, we can't be together. I'm breaking up with you." Blah blah. blah. Yeah. Why couldn't she just be like, "Hey"? You know, that idiot Harry, who who we loved for a while, but he ends up being a total, you know, jerk. Yep. He's right over there, standing there watching us creepily. Maybe you should go beat him up, because, I don't know, you're Spider-Man. You know, it would it would help. But that would be communication. So, that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, right, people can't communicate unless um, they're telling each other, we're breaking up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh... And that just about covers Mary Jane until she gets captured at the end and turns into the damsel in distress. Three for three! Third time! What is going on? <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I, I really want to... When, when Spider-Man, you know, the crowd's cheering for him and he just swings himself up there and he lands on top of the taxi that she's stuck in, I want him to be like, 
Isn't it funny we keep ending up in this exact same situation? <laughs> Maybe I should cut off all contact with you. That way you wouldn't keep getting kidnapped. Yeah. Yeah. So Harry... Um, <laughs> is a prick. Yes. Uh, he shows up at the, the opera place thing that she's, she's at, and then he immediately attacks Peter. And he's, and he's being completely irrational the whole time, not even willing to talk to Peter. Yeah, yeah. He, he... Which, once again, this, this is, the timeline in these movies is so off. We don't really know how much time has passed mm-hmm. between the second movie and this one, because you would have thought that Peter would have made the attempt multiple times to try and talk yep. with Harry. You would think so. Because Harry knows he's Spider-Man. Because they communicated in Spider-Man 2. He was like, oh, I we I need you to help me yeah. because this is more important than either of us. Yeah. But no, we're back to not talking at all to anyone. So, yeah, they have this long fight scene with awful CGI. Yeah. Just terrible. The, the first big fight scene of the movie, and it just looks... It's yes, it's garbage. very dated. It does, there's lots of bad problems. There's also the entire time there's like a running thing of like Peter keeps dropping the ring. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it keeps falling from like and, and there's a there's huge a specific heights. there's a specific shot I'm thinking of where where he drops it and we literally don't see it again. He drops it like like you know maybe two or three hundred feet in the air. Somewhere. Yeah. it's pretty high. He we don't see him again. See it again for like thirty or forty seconds. Like there, it's, it's it's still it's still falling, and then he swings oh, it's back still and he catches it like before it's hit the top of the slowest building. Yeah, or the not slowest, the top of the shortest building. Yeah, and so it's like, what? Yeah, you think you think they would have noticed that in editing? Yeah, it's terrible. And then oh, we're, we're wrong actually. Three attempted murders on Peter's part because he swings the line out across the uh, the the alleyway. This is how the fight ends. He swings a, a, a spider web across or shoots a spider web across. Harry runs into it, gets clotheslined, and falls like fifty feet, just smashing everything on the way down. It's like why? Why not make a web to catch him? Why not do something that will? And it's weird because they almost play it like a joke. Like yeah. they have the music and the the, the ecstasy is happening. Then it ends with the music just stops, and you just hear a bunch of clanging noises as Harry just is yeah. falling. Yeah, and it's like Harry, Harry, yeah. <laughs> and then somehow he gets him into a hospital, even though. They're both covered in blood and scratches and crap, and it's like, ah, whatever. Whatever. And, and then, Harry's wearing a weird snowboarder bodysuit crap. Yeah, and then <laughs> Harry gets amnesia. Yeah, that happened. For as long as the script demands he needs to have amnesia. Yeah. And he, he starts moving in on Mary Jane. They, even though I assume he's supposed to know that Peter... Is dating Mary Jane? Maybe he doesn't because they never communicate, so I guess it wouldn't matter regardless. No, I think he does. You would think he does. And then, um, he... Oh, yeah, and then they have the awkward scene where she visits him because yeah. she's feeling lonely, and then they cook together. And then they kiss. And then they play the twist. While and then... Were, while they're doing... That That was wonderful. And then... I didn't want to kill myself at all <laughs> watching that scene. And then... Don't you want to just do the twist right now? No. Good, neither do I. <laughs> and then Norman Osborn uh, shows up, and he's like, Harry! Harry, I have the script! Read the script! It's important! And then, <laughs> and then Harry's like, oh crap, you're right! I'm supposed to remember everything now. Oh yeah. Remember when everyone thought I was going to be the main villain of this movie? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. And then, so so that happens, and he gets gets uh, his memory back, and he, he blackmails Mary Jane into Don't breaking up Peter, with Peter. Yeah. And then he tells Peter, he meets with Peter and he's like, oh, hey, Peter, yeah, um, I'm dating Mary Jane now. Okay, thanks, bye. <laughs> and they do this stupid thing where Peter walks out and then he sees Harry in there. Harry winks, which is really weird. Yeah. And then a truck passes between him so he can't see Harry. And then Harry's just gone. Yeah, whatever. Um, oh, I didn't know Harry had Batman powers. He does, now. actually. That's, that's what the Goblin Serum does. Makes you Batman. I hate this so much. <laughs> and then, um... Then they have, like, he, what, is he, the, what is the best fight scene in the movie? Yeah. Mostly just because it's practical effects. Yes. Until we get to the end, and then it looks terrible again. Mm. But uh, the practical effects on that are yeah. pretty fun. They're they're fighting in, in Harry's uh, mansion. Not, exact, not exactly the kind of tone that I would want from this fight. Yeah. Because it's, like, kind of light and humorous, yeah. and, and the music's light. Uh-huh. And they're using, like, household objects. And, yeah, it just doesn't... And, yeah. But yeah, they, they have a fight in Harry's mansion because it's like, oh, we hate each other. And then, 
they keep giving Tobey Maguire little quips. They finally give him little quips where he's just like trolling Harry. Yeah. And it's... Most of, of them don't work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then... then oh, he, look at little Goblin Jr. Gonna cry? <laughs> and especially, Tobey Maguire already looks awkward. Yeah. But but with the, with the emo haircut uh-huh. and just saying that line, it's just, none of it works. Yeah. And then that that's the one that ends with him throwing a grenade at Harry's face. And so that happens. See how the bad just keeps intersecting? Yes. It's all together. <laughs> it's 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 like poetry. It's, it rhymes. No, it's like a symbiote. It, it keeps spreading no. all over. Yeah. No. I'm making a metaphor that no. works with the movie. No. Yeah. But the... No. This movie sucks. <laughs> it does. Um, then, then... Oh, can I just go ahead and say, before we move on, if you like this movie, whatever, <laughs> you're probably already mad at us because we're like 20 minutes in and, you know... <laughs> yeah. It's what we do sometimes, but uh, you know, we're not trying to hurt your feelings. We're just giving our opinion. You yeah. know, if you disagree with us and you feel the need to like comment or something, you know, post yeah. a little tweet on tweet our tweet at HCT sequels. Oh yeah, our, our Twitter handle. Yes, yeah. and yeah. tell us how we suck and we're idiots. We would love to hear. But we're not gonna call you stupid because you like this movie. I mean, if you like the movie, you like the movie. Yeah, yeah. Film is subjective. That's kind of the point. But well, anyway, moving brief on. Brief moment of clarity. <laughs> so. Yeah, then then Peter's like, okay, I'm take, I'm getting rid of the suit because I slapped Mary Jane and I'm depressed. Oh, that's right, he hits Mary Jane. Yeah. Symbiote, fun. Um, <sighs> but then anyway, Mary Jane gets kidnapped because Venom and Sandman are like, we're gonna kill Spider Man now. Oh yeah, that makes Sandman so likable in this Correct. movie. Correct. We'll get to Sandman. See how everyone's just terrible. <laughs> okay. But Peter's like, okay, I gotta go. F- fight them i gotta go save mary jane for the third time <laughs> and then he goes well technically i guess it'd be fourth maybe fifth he saves Several mary times. jane way too many times uh, he goes and finds harry who who looks like two-face now uh-huh. lightweight two-face uh-huh. and harry's just like no get out <laughs> and beer's like okay he <laughs> <laughs> goes to the fight but um then <laughs> bernard Dear old Bernard, the most incompetent Whose name butler in the world. We don't understand. We're only pronouncing it that way because that's yes, how the characters yes. do. Normally, you would probably say Bernard. Not, hey, not if you're James this, this movie can't do anything, right? So who cares? <laughs> he just walks in. He's like, oh, yeah, you, your father, he kind of killed himself. Your father was the Green Goblin, and he killed himself. You should probably know that. And then he's like, well, I mean, I yeah, mean he, he would know by this point, but it's still like he knew... Bernard obviously knew this from, like, the moment his body was brought in in the first movie. And it's like, seriously? And then Harry's immediately, like, light switch. He's like, oh, I'm best friends with Peter. Yeah. Right, let me go help him out, even though he blew off half my face. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and they're just best friends until Harry gets murdered. Yes. In a, in a way that mirrors how Norman gets killed because they're trying to be clever. But, but it's, it's using a surfboard, so it's not quite as fun. Um, and, and way more stupid. Yeah, they, uh, they outdid themselves. <laughs> but yeah, then, then Harry's dead. The only guy to end up making the correct decision. And was, being likable at all at the end. It was dumb. It was very stupid yeah. how he got there, but he got there. Yeah. Nobody else gets there. Uh-huh. And then he just gets killed off. Correct. There is no justice in this movie. People who, speaking of people who didn't get there, Venom! Lord... Where do I start? I'm going to let you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me just go ahead and say, I like Topher Grace a lot in yeah. other things. I, I mean, I'm... I'm I horribly, haven't... horribly, horribly... How many times do I need to say horribly? Horribly miscast in this movie. Yeah? Be- because so, Sam, Sam Raimi does not understand the Venom character. He's said that many times. And he doesn't he, really care. Yeah. He takes inspiration from the 60s Spider-Man comics. Yeah. The, the original ones. And, and, like, nothing after that. Yeah. So why would you force Venom on him? I, if you're Sony, you suck. So, well, yeah. I, I also blame Avi Arad, the producer, on all yeah. these movies. I mean, I'm talking. I'm not saying Sony as a whole. Yeah. I, the, no, no, the but, specific but both, producers that are entrenched. Both, both of them were pushing for yes. Venom. Yeah, the specific producers that have been entrenched for both of these Spider-Man franchises that have really isn't, messed isn't things it up. Isn't it very bothersome that they have the same producers on both of these series? Yeah. It's like we'll get to the Amazing Spider-Man. Movies. Yeah. Um, but no, um, I'll let you so, say your piece on, so, on how they, 
on how they completely screwed up. So it starts, so Venom, in the comic, for those who don't know, he's supposed to be Eddie Brock, he's a big, uh, and I mean, there's different people who use the Venom symbiote, whatever, uh, but the original one is Eddie Brock, that's who Topher Grace is playing, he's, he's got this big, you know, muscular dude, he works out a lot, and the idea is that he uh, is interviewing and doing interviews with someone who is supposed to be a, a villain, the Sin Eater, uh, not super important in Spider-Man lore, except for this reason uh it's it's a villain that he is the the he thinks he has the dude who is this villain and he said he, this guy is confessing to be him he's reporting on him he's he's talking about like what he's going through and why he does the things he does and the police are finally like all right you gotta give up this guy because we need to capture the sin eater and he's like all right yeah fine fine yeah i, I have to comply with you i, I wanted to be uh i, I didn't want to give away his identity but it, but you're right i have to comply and so he tells him, and then like three hours later, Spider-Man reveals the real Sin Eater, and it turns out the other dude was some like mentally unstable dude who was like a compulsive confessor. And so it, it ruins Eddie Brock's life, and, and he gets screwed up. And then uh, he, he's going around churches uh, trying to ask God for forgiveness because he's about to kill himself because his life is so terrible. And then uh, the scene where Spider-Man gets uh, hit with the belt, or Spider-Man is wearing the Venom symbiote, and he attacks, gets attacked, and ends up landing near a bell in a church, and the bell starts going off, and he finally rips the symbiote off, because he's like, I need to get rid of this, and there, there's more going on there in that storyline, that comic book storyline, but basically it falls down, and then Eddie Brock becomes Venom. And he has this really twisted, uh, interesting, complex morality, where he doesn't want to harm innocents, he, he mostly is just after Spider-Man, so he has, like, like he'll go... Uh, hardcore and kill people if he needs to, but he, he mostly is trying to protect innocence, but he does want to kill Spider-Man because he blames Spider-Man for everything, and it, it's, it's a, I think it's a very interesting, like, messed up, twisted morality thing. Um, in this movie, uh, Topher Grace walks into a church and prays to God to kill Spider-Man. So that happened. Why does he want Spider-Man dead? Is, is it Spider-Man? It might be Peter Parker. Oh, yeah, he says but, Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, praise for, not even Spider- Just random civilian dude. Well, I mean... See, the logic is stupid, but there is some logic. I mean, there's a reason he's saying it, but it's like... The the whole point of the character is not that he's just this terrible... It's like he's a real... Like, you know, he's he's got this Catholic guilt stuff going yeah. on and all that stuff. Like, there's supposed to be a lot more to him than... Oh, I'm a terrible person, and when I don't get what I want, I immediately go complaining to people and that's that's perfectly encapsulated when, when peter's like you got to take the symbiote off and he's like i like being bad it makes me happy yeah there's no there's no oh and by the way shades like, of gray all, all of those lines coming from Topher grace are just the worst yes because he's not um, intimidating he is not threatening he is not scary yes so he comes off as a joke correct the way the way his character works in this movie is that he's dating gwen but not really um Conveniently dating Gwen. But, like, not, like, Gwen doesn't even seem to think they're dating, even though he plans on marrying her. Yes. <laughs> She's like, we had coffee. Yeah. And that's just how it as as goes. And then he, he forges a photo of Spider-Man doing bad things. Can I just say the forgery looks more realistic than the, yeah, the, than the genuine photo that they chose? Probably because that's what they did. It looks... Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, That's a minor quote. Peter Parker, wearing the, the suit, calls him out and tells him to get religion uh, if he wants forgiveness for forging the thing. Do you get it? And so then he he's goes going to the church. He's going to a church. He's Whatever. going to pray to God and that then, Peter Parker um, dies. Yeah. The... <sighs> And that's 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 how he ends up becoming Venom. Is audience, I know you can't see this. Tyler is literally disintegrating before me as we speak, Correct. trying to talk about this movie. Correct. Um, he you, you might be just a pile of dust before this ends. I probably, I think I already am. The, the, <laughs> he ends up. Uh, the, it, it is very convenient. I will say that it's convenient in the comic too. I mean, I can't. You know, like I can't, I can't defend that in the comic either. But like, still. Okay. Compared to the conveniences that 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 completely ah they just infect yeah. this movie, yeah. Because he's going around and then he just finds Sandman. He just finds him. First of all, I get, can I go ahead and say I don't like the. I know a lot of people don't have this problem, but I don't like the Venom costume in this. See, I'm uh, fine with it. I wish they would just show it more. 
Because they keep yeah. pulling the, ma- the face that's, back that's, to show Topher Grace. That's a big Grace. thing, though, no, but also Venom, I, I, again, Topher Grace is not a big hulking dude. Yeah. Venom is supposed to be like a giant, you know, creepy monster. And it, it kind of looks like the way, like the way he looks, or the way the costume looks at the end when uh, Peter's got the, the row of vibrating metal around it and yeah. it's freaking out. And, and it's he pulls huge. Toe for Grace out. And, and he turns around. That's actually a great place where the special effects look yeah. amazing. That looks more terrifying than Venom ever was in the movie. That's what I'm saying. Is uh, He should have looked a lot more like that for most like the, of the movie. The rest of it, I'm going, oh, this guy's a joke. And something turns to that. I'm like, oh, that's what people like about <laughs> Venom. Yeah, oh. I mean, it's, it's not quite that extreme, but still, he's supposed to be a huge, you know, terrifying figure. Yeah. And in this one, he's kind of like, he's, he's he's got the same, I mean, he's a little more buff Topher Grace, but he's not really much taller or anything. And they keep pulling back the freaky mask, like... All the time, and I'm like, seriously, whatever. Uh, but yeah, he just meets Sandman, and they're like, oh, let's team up and kill Spider Man. And then apparently they say this: Eddie Brock has apparently read up on on Sandman and what he's yeah. done. And he's like, oh, I know about all, you know your daughter and the situation that you're in, and how Spider Man won't let you help her. Yeah, let's 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 kill. Yeah, and, Sp- I, I, and Sam is just like, okay. okay. I, fu- I, got, I I say I he. Enough. I got nothing better to do. No, I could try saving my daughter again, but hey. <laughs> I say he finds uh, Sandman. He doesn't actually. It's it's not he goes looking for him, but he literally just shows up in the same oh, yeah. alley he just, in the middle of the city. No, he's swinging around. Oh, and Sandman hits and, him. And Sandman hits him, and he thinks he's Spider-Man. Yeah. And then he, when he realizes it's not Spider-Man, he just like throws him away and walks off despite Venom having like a super scary face. Yeah. He's just like, oh, another weirdo. I'll just walk away. Correct. <sighs> I, Terrible. Yeah. Um, and then they they have the big fight. So let, let's let's that that's that's most of my qualms about Venom in this movie, and the reason why I hate this movie. Uh, let, let's talk about Sandman. He. This is the dumbed down version of Doc Ock. Yeah. And even Doc Ock. Look. Doc Ock was was a fine villain. Yeah, you know we had some problems with the AI tech driving him crazy yeah. when he could have just been an obsessive person mm-hmm. wanting to complete his science project. But this is people. It's, it's, people it's, praised Spider Man Two so much for him being like a likable, relatable yeah. villain. They were like, "We gotta take that up to the up." This is just base audience manipulation that doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work he, from the very first line because he's got a sick daughter. He has a sick daughter. And we never get a thing about it. Like, it'd be one thing if it was like, oh, you know, yeah, like, the I, I keep trying to, to find a way to pay the bills and help her out, but I just, I, like, the, I keep getting fired from jobs. I'm like, I can't hold this. Or, Something. Or, or, like, he, he's been in crime, like, all of his life. Like, yeah. when he was young, because he lived in a bad neighborhood or something, and, like, getting out of jail, he could never find a job. Because, because he has a, who, a charge. Who, who would hire an ex-convict? Yeah, because he, he has a, a... Something. He has a marijuana selling charge. You can but, do something with that. But the way this seems is just like, Oh, he's unlucky, so he just robs things. Yeah. Well, the, that's that's immediately where they lose because me with this. Crime is completely excusable if you want you, it. If you want it. If you deserve it more than everyone else. Correct. Uh, th- th- they lose me right away with Sandman because in the in like one of his first scenes, he he goes to meet his daughter, and it's like, okay, it's sweet. His daughter's sick, and he's trying. And then uh, his the the his his I don't know ex wife or. or I guess whoever the mother yeah. I don't know if they ever talk about it. Uh, she kicks him out and she's like and he's like, I'm not a bad person. I've just had bad luck. You're a criminal. You've been doing things that are against the law. That's You, you accidentally you, shot an old man. Yes. Like <laughs> it, apparently it was accidental. Whatever. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, yeah, and 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 so then he goes, he he lands conveniently in a particle testing facility yeah, that he's tests away on from, sand. He's run away and from it's the cops. Like, he slaps a dog. Oh, yeah. He climbs up a barbed wired fence and they don't. He I climbed guess. over it. No problems, no scratches on his arms, no blood. Which is part for the course for most movies, but whatever. But, uh, but then he just lands in this particle accelerator thing. And why would they be doing and, it this time of night? There are so like, many questions you could they're ask. They're like, oh, it's a bird. Don't worry about it. There are so many questions you could ask as to the logic of this scene alone. Yes. It boggles the mind. Yes. And then <laughs> uh, it they turn it on. And then the police show up like 
right after, right after he's completely turned into Sam. Yes. And then Sandman becomes Sandman, and that looks cool. It's a cool scene. It looks cool out of context. It's great. Yeah. Again, probably filmed it and then showed the producer. And they're like, oh, crap. Every single scene he's in, they have to somehow reference that he has a sick, dying daughter. Because the dumb audience won't be able yes. to remember that. They won't. He's constantly looking at that locket. Like, it feels like every scene. Yes. Like, I remember when he gets disintegrated in the water. The When we finally, like half an hour later, we see him rise back up out of the mud. Uh -huh. The first thing he does is look at it and he goes, Penny. It's like, <laughs> we get it. He has a sick, dying daughter. You don't need to tell us that a hundred times. Is that his entire character? Is there literally nothing else you can tell us about this guy? He accidentally shot Uncle Ben. Oh, yeah. He shot Uncle Ben. There because we go. Because That's... we have to backtrack in yes. order to we ruin... We backtack... Ruin not, not, not one character, but two. Yes. Because it ruins... So or not, I mean, Sandman's already ruined by, by the logic of the earlier stuff. But then Sandman is robbing... Uh, it turns out that he robbed the, the wrestling ring with the same people... That he robbed. Well, I don't the, think he robbed it. I think he let the other guy what, rob it. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, trying to he, catch a rob. Yeah, he was stealing a getaway car or whatever. And the happened to steal Uncle Ben's car. Happens to be him. And then... What are the odds the same guy that would shoot Uncle Ben would also get superpowers? Very carefully. Uh, <laughs> then... Uh, he, he goes to... To, he's holding Uncle Ben at gunpoint for he like thirty him seconds accidentally, and then the dude runs into his other his partner runs into him, and he accidentally shoots Uncle he's Ben not after even, pointing the gun for like thirty seconds at he, this dude. He's not even looking, and he shoots him, and then he looks right. Like, what have I done? It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. And so that happened, but that screws up everything about Peter Parker's the origins best here. Part, the best because part because it's like end. oh oh god. I mean, I guess it was his fault because. I guess it's still Spider-Man's fault because he lets the robber go and he, he runs into the other... But that's... We suddenly just added, like, an extra link that makes it so much more tenuous and so much more just, like, you know, random that, that Uncle Ben died instead of directly, it is his fault that Uncle Ben died. So we've just taken out the, a chunk of the origin. They're trying to add personal stakes to the Sandman conflict where there don't need to be any. Yeah. Why not just make him the next bad guy? He's just a thug who robs banks. Make if you're gonna do because, that, then make because, Venom the guy who's connected to Spider-Man. Because Spider we need Peter Parker to get the black suit in order to get angry and then attempt to kill Sandman. Yes. Speaking of the black suit, if you were going to have that be your conflict, just have him attempt to kill Harry. Like that's that's all you need. You don't need it to have it twice. Yes. If you're gonna have it, terrible plot point. But if you're gonna have it, just do it once. Correct. Um. Speaking of the, is there anything else we need to say about Sandman? Aside from Spider-Man, just is like, you're good, whatever. Oh, yeah, I don't he, care. he wants to kill Spider-Man at the end because he, he's not a bad guy. He just has bad luck. Yes. Correct. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> uh, no, but at the end, uh, the best part is Spider-Man's like, I, I need you to tell me, you know, why, why you killed my uncle or whatever. And, and, and then he reveals that it's, he's it's like, all an accident. And he, of course he starts with, my daughter is dying. And then he just goes into the whole spiel, and then he's like, yeah, I, I, I accidentally shot your Uncle Ben. Sorry sad. about that. Sorry about that. Fam. And then I, I continued to, to rob and do bad things, and then I tried to kill you. And I've killed people previously in this movie. We've seen him, like, brutally attack, like, police officers yeah. and stuff. And then Spider-Man's just like, okay, sounds good. You're gonna go. The script says I need to forgive you. Yes. That's my arc, apparently. I, for I forgive you. And then Sandman just floats away in a cloud of sand. Can he yeah. do that in the comics? I don't know. Because that's that, that almost <laughs> probably gives him, sometimes that almost gives him the the power of flight. Yeah, I mean it does. That's, that's not, I think that's it. I don't know. Whatever. It, it's weird. Peter's pointing to the. the that felt like Peter, something that just Peter's, way overpowered. Peter's Sandman. pointing at the script. and He's like, "Can, can you read? The, what is this word? D develop? Oh, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to forgive you because I've I've had an arc and I've developed. Okay." Cool. I don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. Let's do it. It's like, there's no pre precedence for that. Like, it's just, he had the black suit. He got more, he became more of a jerk than he was before. Yeah. Then he became a little less of a jerk than he was before. And then he forgave Sandman. There's no running theme throughout that. And speaking of the black suit, it literally just lands on Earth <laughs> in an asteroid. No explanation. Yeah. 
20 or 30 feet away from him while they're, they're while him and Mary Jane are on a web somewhere. It lands, and then it crawls up into his motorcycle container thing. Or I remember watching, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. And, and one of the producers was like, yeah, we didn't really have time to develop, you know, where it came from, so it's from outer space, and it lands. Like, couldn't you have had it? Kurt Connors made an experiment. If you're going to... It doesn't have to be that much more complicated. To or give it a reason for have, existing. You have an astronaut character that you've already presented oh, in these movies. I yes, wonder it, who that could be. It would be another coincidence to have J. Jonah Jameson's son do appear again. But at least it makes sense. That, but have him be like coming back from... You like, obviously don't care about coincidences. Have him come back from the moon and somehow the symbiote meteorite like hit, hit his shuttle or whatever and yeah. attached itself to the shuttle. Or it was on the moon and then it... it yeah. And then you could have, I don't know, like Sandman attack the, the space program or something. You could have something, and then Peter finds it and he, the symbiote gets on. Something! <laughs> yes, something that makes more sense than this movie. Did the symbiote specifically target Peter because it knows he has superpowers, so it was aiming where it was going to land? Yes, definitely. We literally get nothing yeah. at all about where it comes from. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not even set up as like sequel bait. It's not like, oh, where did it come from? I guess we'll have to find out. No! It's literally just, we don't know where this came from, and it gives powers and, and makes people dance a lot. And it's like, what? Well, you know what would be great? The final scene uh, where Topher Grace and, and uh, Spider-Man are battling it out. I don't even want to call him Venom. I just want to call yeah, him Topher Grace. It, it, yeah. He just starts dancing. Oh, I thought you were going to say what would have been great is if at the end, Peter had flown into space, and it was like, I don't know who created Venom, but I'm going to find you. <laughs> A la Optimus Prime, and <laughs> this movie sucks. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, um, what so, else so is then terrible? Uh, Gwen is in this movie for reasons. She's actually not terrible. She's a waste of space. Yeah, complete waste. She's just there to to make other people jealous and angry. Yeah, she's a complete plot device for the romantic subplots. It's no it's sub romantic. So she's a, subplots. <laughs> So she's a, she's a student, a fellow student in Peter's classes, his high-level science classes, yet she acts like a dummy and needs him to tutor yes. her. Because we assume at this point he's got to be like nearing like graduate-level courses, right? Like, no, like the way she plays it is like, oh, I'd be completely lost without him. I have no idea yeah. what I'm doing in these classes. And, and she also is a model, a la Mary Jane. This is the we talked about how originally when they yeah. wrote Mary Jane for the first movie, it was an amalgam of the Mary so Jane. So now they just characters. kind of grab weird examples of stuff and mash them together yeah and I, for Gwen I don't know just I, so she can be conveniently in an action scene where she's put in danger with the modeling so we can have Eddie Brock and her father show up and meet each other conveniently yes and then Spider-Man can swoop in and save her yes in a completely over the top and dumb action scene with a crane that is just doing also <laughs> Man of Steel levels of destruction Yes, but also making less sense than Man of Steel, because at least those are super-powered people. This is just a crane that in no way should be able like, to angle itself it to smash like, through a building. And it, and it keeps, like, swinging through. Like, Has there ever been an building. example of anything close to this type of accident in, in all of construction, in all of the, the world's biggest cities? But then again, this is a movie where where the, the protagonist was bit by a, a, a special spider and got superpowers. So that means we can just get carte blanche to do whatever we want with the plot and the world and everything. Makes sense to me. I mean, that seems, that seems reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they just use Gwyn as a device to make Eddie Brock hate Peter more because eventually Peter and uses to make Mary Jane her to make Mary Jane angry of... because they go on a date. With and the, she the shows up on the scene. date and the kiss and, yeah, the dance club scene. And it's, the it's worst all so part, convoluted. And... The worst part is the dinner scene where Peter is originally going to ask Mary Jane to marry him. And then she's, like, upset, which has the Bruce Campbell cameo, which is, it's fine. I like it a lot. I think it's funny. But yeah, but, but but Gwen conveniently shows up because this this area of New York City that they all inhabit is like it's actually like three buildings. Yeah, it comes off that way, and then Gwen just shows up and is like, "Oh hey," and then she's like starts feeling up Peter's shoulder, and and she's like, "Oh Peter, can you give me the, the picture of, of my kiss with Spider Man? You know, for my <laughs> portfolio. I mean, who gets kissed by Spider Man, right?" <sighs> yeah. 
It's like, oh, you're trying to make Mary Jane jealous, and she's clearly going to be upset as soon as you walk away. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Well, at least she's not, like, written as an unlikable character. Yeah, she's the, nice. Because at the end, when she realizes that Peter, the most unlikable character in any movie ever, mm -hmm. she's like, oh, you, you, this whole dance, the whole, all this was just to make her jealous? And then she yeah. looks at Mary and she's like, I'm so sorry. And then she just leaves. And then she doesn't show up again. Until, until Harry's funeral. Oh, yeah, that's right. When everyone from the cast, I'm surprised J. Jonah Jameson didn't show up. Flash Thompson! Who we saw in the first movie, and the most we saw of him was making fun of Harry. <laughs> He's there. Gwen's there. Gwen's father, the chief of police, is there. Do they know that Harry helped Spider-Man fight fight the bad guys? Is yes. That... Ah, bad. Just all over. Like <sighs> Gwen is actually Sandman's niece. So yes, they were. They knew everything that happened there. Of course. Uh huh. Um, they have to be connected so they know all the details. That way we can't waste time on exposition. We're just going to waste time on stupid scenes that don't move the plot along. Just wait until we find out that Topher Grace is Harry's half-brother. No, no, no. He, just, he's, he's Bernard's grandson. He's Bernard's oh, grandson. Excuse me. For Bernard's grandson. grandson. <laughs> yeah. I want to put it past him. Yeah. I'd, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about like the rest of this movie's going. Okay. So we've pretty much gone through all the characters and how they're completely terrible and horribly yeah. written and the and connections the, between them are just terrible. Incredibly convenient. Yes. Incredibly. This is probably the worst that the conveniences get in any of the movies. I don't know that I've ever seen another movie that relies this much. I don't know. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is pretty bad with conveniences, but I don't think it is quite this bad. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think this is... I'm Not even Spider-Man movies, just I think like... Movies that have conveniences, this one is might take the cake. Can I just rant a little bit about how much I hate the action scenes in this movie? Sure. Other than the Harry Peter fight in in Harry's apartment, yes. which is actually good because they use practical effects. CGI is terrible. Uh huh. It is the worst. Uh -huh. There is no excuse for a movie this big sh that looks this terrible. Yeah. Like some of the shots at the end with huge Sandman. By the way, why does he need to get super big? Yeah. Whatever. They they look laughable. horrendously laughable. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever seen special like this is like I know everybody makes fun of X Men Origins Wolverine because some of the special effects are spotty in that uh -huh. it, it's like that level of bad in mm -hmm. some of the shots it's probably worse. Mm -hmm. I I feel like there there might be no I probably can't say that I was well, gonna say there might be more CGI in this than than Wolverine but maybe not. I mean I don't know but still yes like really I, bad. I even remember the first time I saw this in the theater, I actually loved it. Yeah, I did too. I remember. We were little kids, so, yeah. you know. But, but I remember thinking, oh, these action scenes are so awesome, and they're creative, and, you know. I, I remember the opening fight with Harry and Peter. I was like, that was amazing. That was, like, the best <laughs> fight ever. And just, his sky stick. And, and that's what they call it in the making of documentaries. They call his glider the sky stick. Makes sense to me. Like, it flying around on its own, it, it looks like a cartoon character. It looks yes. like something out of a Disney cartoon. I agree. Like, it's animations. It just looks silly and obnoxious. <laughs> Let me put this into some perspective. And I... This came out the same year as Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which had the, you know, the ending with the big typhoon or whatever, yeah. and lots of special effects in that. Yeah. And Transformers. And... The Obvi first Transformers? Yes. Okay. Obviously, we complained a lot about how terribly shot the action is. But the CGI the itself but is But the CGI is not bad. It yes. still holds up. Compare those two to the... This really the came shot. out the same year as, yes. as that rolls in? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Shockingly abysmal. And there is no excuse for this. I... Yeah. <sighs> this might be a good segue into... Well, I get it. Do we, do we want to talk about the score really quick? Because we realize we've neglected that a little bit. I mean, it's there. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's the same. I do actually like it I mean, more it's, probably. It's in, not Danny Elfman this it, time. I, I might actually like it most in this one out of all of them. It's not Danny Elfman this time. They Don't they use a lot they, of They use themes? a lot yeah. of his music. But they have like a Sandman theme that I actually kind of like. Yeah. And they, but yeah, it, it still highlights the fact that this, in, in most regards, this series never really hits quite what I want Spider-Man to be. It, uh, uh, I mean, two gets pretty close, but like. I, I I still feel like this there was a lot of potential that was missed over the course of this trilogy. Yeah, especially in this one. 
Well, this... Okay. You think about, like, like third movies that completely undermine and end up ruining the other two. Yeah. When you go back... This is one of those... Yes. It, it turns all the characters into unlikable pricks. Mm-hmm. And it completely ruins their arcs. I hate this movie. I hate it. I agree. Who do we blame? <laughs> Topher Grace. That's who we blame. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I, I, I do not think Topher Grace in any way had a part of the failure of this movie. Um, I like Topher Grace. It's just no. It's I agree. Cast. I agree. It's 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 the horrible casting, which is kind of a problem I have with most of this choice. I almost feel like you could have cast him as Spider Man back in two thousand two. Yeah. That would have been a better he choice. Could, he could handle the quips better. He's uh-huh. scrawny. I'm... <sighs> so much screwed up stuff in this. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> oh, uh, I, I mentioned this last one. I don't want to want to leave people hanging if they are really picking on to this from the second one. Uh, I, I mentioned that I, there is a, a character or an actor that that I also really obsess over that I bring up in this one. I want I want to see if we can get this this momentum started early. <laughs> I, I I really think that Zachary Quinno would be a perfect Venom. In case you need some uh, some reference for, for where for I'm thinking of. No, no, of some like, context for who he is. He's yes. a Spock in the new Star Trek movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and he's also Siler from Heroes. Yes, which. I think he's great in both of those. He's a, he's a very good actor. He's, he's been in other stuff too, but like that's who I think of when I think of who should play Venom. Not Topher Grace from that '70s show. Because Zachary what? Quinto, he he's tall. He could get big. You need you need. I mean, I, I, and he's, he's creepy. Yeah, you need someone who can be terrifying, someone who can be big, someone who who. who but he can also be like freak people out of it. But yes, but he's also got a range. Yes, and Topher and not, Grace. As much as I like him, he does not have yes. range. He can't be. He's not tall. He's not big. He's not creepy. He's not intimidating. Why did they even think this was this made any sense as a casting thing? I believe the intent with Topher Grace was to create like an like the exact opposite of Spider Man. Like even in terms of like the build and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like just give him a similar build to Peter. But then they don't make the suit look like that. Like if they yeah. did that, wouldn't they just give him make the symbiote suit look like pretty much the same on him? Instead, they make it like half Venom. Or it's, it's bigger, but it's, it's because of that the proportions are kind of weird. And I like, got nothing for you, He got buddy. a big head? I don't know. And so yeah, that's... I, th- I think that just about covers my inherent problems with this movie. And let's let's go ahead and get the old... Uh, no, 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 no. Let me get oh. back to the whole undermining the trilogy thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's just so... It's such a huge drop in quality. And even as... I'm not a huge fan of the Raimi movies, but it's a huge drop in quality. And I, I actually feel kind of bad for Sam Raimi. Oh, yeah. Because I've known he, he's gone on record multiple times saying, I regret Spider-Man 3. I'm yeah. sorry that happened. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's his fault in the slightest. If, if he could go back and remake it, he would do a completely different script, take uh-huh. a completely different direction, which, you know. Yeah. At least he's willing to admit it. You know? Yeah. And I, I don't think it's his fault. I think it's I think it's producers manipulating him and trying to be like, oh, you have to do this. And then him being like, well, screw you. You want it, I'll do it, but it's going to suck. Classic case of too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. This is like the perfect example. Nobody gets what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Sony... And they really haven't learned their lessons yet. No. We'll see if their, their compromise with Marvel shakes out yeah. the, way, the way it should. But uh, so far... They, they are 0 for 5 on... on Or maybe not 0 for... I, I mean, they're 0 for 2 on continuing a consistent franchise. Before we get to the grades, I have a question. Yes. They, they were planning on doing a Spider-Man 4. Yeah. Could it have in any way redeemed this? I don't think I so. I really don't because think... Because no matter what they do with Peter's character, I'm still going to think of him as this unlikable prick. I really movie. think without a... Um, Without a different actor, I, th- I think it'd, it'd be too hard to shake off what happened in this movie. I think it'd be too. I think it'd be too hard to, to change that yeah. at this point. It's always going to be there in the back of my I, mind. Yeah, I think I don't think me. I can watch a Spider-Man four without thinking. Well, that would be really good. Like like I'll watch a Spider-Man four that was well made without thinking. Well, that would be a good scene if I didn't know this from Spider-Man three sucked and it. Yeah, I I don't think they could they could ever have fixed this. Yeah, the this, the franchise from a low this low. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to the grades. Um, yeah, it sucks. I'm just going to give it a flat F. Because I have no reason to watch this ever again. Agreed. 
even though I don't like the, the other two movies that much, I mean, I still think Spider-Man 2 is good, and then mm-hmm. Spider-Man, the first one, is average. Yeah. You know, I, I'll, 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 I'll watch those someday. I'll watch the first two someday. Maybe if they're on TV or something, yeah. but this one... I'll I, show my kids the first two. I yeah. mean, that's... This, this one I would steer clear of. Yeah. I never, ne- never watch it again. I have no plans on doing no. that. No. Of course, you know, I, I get a girlfriend or something, and, and, and she's like, Oh, you know what my Spider-Man favorite? 3 is the best movie of all time. And we're going to watch it right now. And I'm going to... Never listen to my podcast. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, now, loyal audience, you may be thinking to yourself, Aren't you blowing your load when you give a second movie an F- minus in the first two series you do? But it's worth it. It's another F minus. It's bad. It's th- uh, my, for, I, for, I reference, have... for reference, in case you've only seen the Spider Man uh, podcast, or this, oh, yeah. is, this is your first. I, I gave Revenge of the Fallen an F minus as well. My, <laughs> so, so, which is I promise this is the last time for a very long time, possibly ever. This is the okay. So my my rational behind this, the, and and by F minus, I I'm I know it's a funny grade, but what I'm trying to get across is that. It's it's the type of thing where these both both I think Revenge of the Fallen and, and Spider Man three uh, are fit these criteria is that it's something where the budget and the the production value just is, the talent behind it the way this should have turned out and and the 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 things that they could have done differently that would have made it a better movie than the previous one or would have would have at least been consistent the things they could have done that would have worked yeah and that they didn't at all and that it just it just that it's so screwed up when it's such a, a high level movie with, with so much budget and, and so many producers behind it. There's no reason for a movie to be this bad when it, when that happens, especially, I mean, I know with, with, with Transformers, we said we don't really like the first one that much, but especially with this one, with, with Spider-Man three, where it came, it's coming off of such a high, like it's that, that, that was Spider-Man two might be the movie of, I don't know when, when did Spider-Man two come out? 2004. Yeah, that, that's that's like out from I'd say up to that point probably. I mean, I know X Men Two. That there's the only other debate is X Men Two probably before two thousand five. Spider Man Two is easily one of the best superhero yeah. movies ever made. When you come off of that and get this, it's like, how do you? What did you do? Like, how do you screw it up that badly? There's no excuse. Yeah, you're getting paid so much money to do this. Yeah, and you messed up that badly. And you have so many fans that are invested in the series uh-huh. and really like what you're doing. Fans and of the comic book, fans of the first two movies. So many things. So many people were, were loyal to the series at this point. I'm sure a lot of people... Re- the reason it's got a, a, even a positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes is because a lot of people are like, well, I get to see my char- the characters I liked a lot of the first And movies. it's Sam Raimi directing again. He's yeah. great, right? They're like, well, I mean, I can't be that angry because it's... But it... it it's that bad, and that's that just shows how much people are loyal to the first two. Is that they they weren't willing to just completely tear this one down when they should have. I'm gonna agree <laughs> with you on that. I'm gonna second that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. I, I think it's quite messed up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the, I I can't say much more than that. I you know, my one takeaway from this what? is you know we said the word murder or murdering, like both of those. We've said those way too many times in a Spider-Man review <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Murder, attempted murder. Spider-Man is supposed to be fun, you yeah. know. I, I get people something. die, and it's supposed to be important, I not get, something that happens well, I, in I, every I, act. I got a sense of excitement and wonder. This is just like depression and nausea. Yeah, I agree. Never plan on watching <laughs> this again. Now, of course, if you haven't seen this in quite a while, you know, and you're and you're, you're like, well, they're really and you're them. interested. You know, uh-huh. take some of our criticisms in mind, hopefully all of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're right on everything. <laughs> and, and go and check it out again. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, if, if you really like the movie, you know, more power to you. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not hurting Tell us. Tell us why. You're not tweet h- us at HCT Sequels. And also, <laughs> figure out if Zachary Quinto has a Twitter and tweet him and tell him to go be Venom. Because that would be great. <laughs> oh, boy. But anyways, uh, yeah, just, you know, believe in your opinions. Yeah. And don't tell other people are stupid because, yes. hey... They're not. Yeah. Usually. But, but if you're going to, like, send us a tweet or yeah. send us a message or anything, and I don't really expect I, us to get a whole lot, but... I expect all of all, all 15 of you listening to go and tweet. But, but don't just, like, 
insult us because we because we bashed a movie you like. No, g- give us some like yeah. actual. I'm really curious. I'm reasoning. curious to see some some good defense. You know, maybe, maybe maybe we could start a debate here. Yeah. Well, I'm not actually on this. The, the, I'll the, show you, I'll show you some of the best tweets. I'm I'm not on all the, three of them. I'm not on the twitters. <laughs> I'll let you handle that. I'm t- I'm too old for that. Correct. <laughs> that's that's a young man's game. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody i think we'll end it there we've clearly run out of all the creativity we can muster <laughs> next week we're going to be talking about the amazing spider-man because apparently sony ran out of their creativity <laughs> as well yep <laughs> don't like it just reboot it all right everybody uh we'll see you guys next time thanks for watching and yeah bye <laughs> adios <laughs>